Here we go! Hey there, my name's Bubba. My name's Anna. And you are tuned in to Church Nerds, an LTN radio morning show and a proud member of the LTN Podcast Network. In addition to being one of the founding members of Love Thy Nerd and a full-time staff member there, um, Love Thy Nerd also is a ministry that exists to love and serve our nerdy neighbors and also to be the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd cultures. Um, I am not really doing a whole lot of anything more these days besides Love Thy Nerd. That's my full-time playing, gig. Playing Destiny a lot. I played so much Destiny. You have played a lot of Destiny. I can't wait to play more of it. Destiny 2 is a space magic shooter RPG-ish type game um, mm-hmm. that I absolutely love. And I play a lot of it. And It is supremely confusing to me. It's confusing to me as well. I feel every time I log on, I learn something new. Yeah, well... That makes me feel better. I am not playing Destiny. But you're sitting with me while I play Destiny. I That's a new thing. So I'm Anna. Hey, everybody. Hey, Anna. I'm Bubba's wife. Uh, mm. It's probably the I'm, first thing you need I'm to know. I'm Anna's husband. That's, yeah. Let's set the record that's, straight okay. here. Yes. Bubba is my husband. There we go. Uh, I'm a homeschooling mom of three, almost four children. Pretty normal. 3.8, 3.9. I don't know how to transfer it to the, like a metric number. Number. I'm going to say 3.10. Um, well, how long does a baby cook for? Nine months? Actually, if you count the weeks, it's closer to 10 because there are some weeks that they count, but you're not actually pregnant. And it's very, I just, I don't try. I don't try. We'll just, let's just say four. I'm almost like I'm starting my third trimester this next week. You're like starting? On Friday. on Friday is my, is, is the official third trimester start. Oof. Has it felt long, bro? Yes. I feel <laughs> Tell me about it. I feel like PJ is coming soon. Okay, but he is. So here's the thing is like we have maternity pictures, we have Halloween, we have Thanksgiving, we have baby shower, we have Christmas. Baby shower, which I'm not invited to. You're not invited. I didn't dis- well, I didn't about di- that. Julian disinvited you. A little Julian. Yes, she did. Well, <laughs> she said, no, she didn't say Bubba can't come. She said, I just think a girl's thing would be really nice. It's, well, you're saying the same and thing. And we kind of all ways. agreed just because we don't get lots of just. You just went around and said, well, your husband can come and your husband can come. <laughs> no, none of the husbands but are the coming. the father of the baby. Do you want to be there by yourself? Do you think Dory wants to come? Bring or just, Jason? here's the deal. So for, for this baby shower. Which I am always a proponent of not being at. I know. That was why I said always. I don't think that Bubba will want to be there because I have tried three times, three times to make it a couple's baby shower. Boring. And you Boring. Because threw a fit every time. Here's why. Well, fit is a grown man doesn't throw a fit. Okay. He states no, you his just case. like, no, you didn't. You just like locked your knees like a mule does and were like, I'm not going. I locked my knees? <laughs> You're making a lot of serious metaphors here. Like a mule? Yeah. Anyways. Stiff-necked, like an Israelite. Anyways. Um, I usually don't like going to these things because they're kind of boring. 
I think I've mentioned that already. Um, because it's usually just a lot of people watching you sit around and open up gifts that aren't for you. And so <laughs> from like, I don't, th- that doesn't bring me joy. So you want to come to the baby shower, but you want people to also bring you presents. I would love to be able to register if for this If we thing. could do a baby shower birthday party. A Bubba shower. Yes. Then you'd be on board. But there will be cookies. Rayma's making them. Ha. Oh sugar my, cookies. This is getting <laughs> better. Okay, here's it. Now I'm real mad. Um, <laughs> I'll bring you one. You're dang right. You're going to bring me one. If you bring me only one, yeah. I don't, I'm going to be mad. So this is not just a, it's not just a baby shower that now Rayma is making cookies at. Yes. It's They're also a coffee legit party, a little coffee party. Cookies. Yeah, so they had this idea to. Um, it's already it, the coolest cold. baby it's, shower it's I've co- ever heard. One of. of the things we wanted to talk about was cold weather. It's oh, cold. Yeah. Well, when I say cold, it's pretty cold. I mean, like forties and fifties. Yeah, it's. And um, I mean, it's probably going to get more up into like upper sixties and seventies, but that's still Texas it's 40, cold. It's forty-six right now. It's thirty-nine. So yesterday. we want to have this like. Make your own flavored coffee creamer and bring it like variety coffee creamer party with coffee or tea. If you want to put it in your tea, I can't put it in anything. Amy drinks tea. Um, And so I'll make the one everybody wants me to make is the pumpkin spice one. Um, Because you're basic. Well, they actually said that's the hardest one to make. No. That's what they said because no, everything else is just syrup. But my pumpkin you literally spice drive stuff, to Starbucks. No, my pumpkins. No, no. Buy that thing. My pumpkin spice stuff has actual pumpkin in it. It's uh, it's not just pumpkin chunks, spice. Like pumpkin pumpkin pulp. It's not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, along with a lot of other delicious things. Anyway, that's what they want me to bring, and then they're gonna all bring their thing, and we're gonna try all the coffee creamers, and maybe come home with a sample of our favorite. I don't know. But, uh, you had. We better. had already been talking about having this party for all of our lady friends, our mom, our mom, mom people, and then it was like, "Hey, this is the perfect opportunity." Wait, Anna, are you okay with that much caffeine? <laughs> and I was like, "I don't follow any rules, man. Well, I live above the pregnancy law. Woo-woo. Sometimes I drink my prenatal vitamin with my coffee. Ugh. So." That sounds gross. Isn't that like the horse pill? Yeah. Anyway, I don't even know. Okay. Halloween is on Friday. Oh, yeah. So. The devil's birthday. Yeah. No? I don't know. We're Uh, actually not. not. We could have talked about that today. But but we're we're not not going to talk. We're we're just going to only use it in our banter stuff. So Bubba has a costume. I'm not going to say what it is because it might be a surprise. Um, When is this coming out? On Friday. (laughs) Friday. Uh, Friday what time? Friday early morning. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. Cause Secret. If you want to see Bubba's costume, yep. tune in to the free play podcast video stream on Twitch. Which is uh, at, go I, ahead. I don't know. No, you started this. This train's <laughs> left the station. I was, tr- I'm plugging things for you, but uh-huh. I don't know what time it starts at. Well, it's at 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Eastern time, people, but where 3 can they watch it? On Twitch. Which? Twitch dot love thy nope. LT and nope. love. No. Nope. <laughs> Free play. No. <laughs> Twitch dot TV 
slash love thine herd. I was almost oh, there. Oh, that was a glorious train wreck. <laughs> it was just, it was so slow, but happened so much. I loved every moment of that. This is like when you're a kid, you are asking them to repeat information back to you that they really didn't listen to. No, not even a little and bit. And they're like saying it and trying to read your eyes. Like, <laughs> am I right? Am I right? No, I'm not right. No, sweetie. No. no. Anyway. Yeah. Um, well, but you have yeah. a costume. No, I don't. You're, I have no costume. You're pregnant. Yeah, I'm going as a pregnant woman. Yep. Uh, I could have like, I I was so excited about being as pregnant as I am for Halloween because I'm like, this is my one chance to do something funny, you know, like to make a joke about like what are you gonna do? being enormous, nothing, because <sighs> you know what has left me my motivation, all motivation to do anything at all hey, is gone. Look so at me. what? You can't, you can't just sit there. You got to do something. Okay. You, well, you're going to a party. I looked. You gotta there's do like, something. There's, I'm. Uh, no, you're going to the party. What? Because you have a costume. So Nene says you have to go. So. Oh, I thought I was staying home. No, no, I'm gonna stay home, and you're gonna go to the party. Okay. So, twist. Anyway, ha, twist. So anyway, I looked at like there's there's like the gumball machine costumes and um I can't remember. Death what, Star. Yeah, the Death Star would be hilarious. Yeah. Disco ball. The, un, the unfinished Death Star, because you're yeah. not quite done yet. Um, And then, yeah, it's true. Yep. But I can't do, like some people, and I know we have a lot of people in the community who are fans of this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The creepy baby stuff. I'm out. So it's like. I hate that. Like you put a baby doll underneath like a white t-shirt so you it. can kind of see the face a little bit and stuff. You poke holes, poke out the arms and mm, leg and then nope. make it look like it's blood coming out and all that stuff. <laughs> and I you mean, would not be going to a party if that like, happened. Well, <laughs> You'd be going to the hospital. <laughs> people, <laughs> people in the community think it's awesome when people dress up their children as like horror movie types of things. Uh, and I'm just like, no, 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 no. Don't do it. I can't do it. I can't. The only one that I would be okay with is like putting putting like a, one of those those Chucky doll costumes on your dog. Because then your dog waddles <laughs> towards you and it's like. Ring, 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 ring. The dog one. Yeah. Was, was, that was funny. Yeah. yeah. Fur anyway. babies are the only babies that that's acceptable for. Yeah. So I landed on no costume. Well, that's a bummer. Just regular people clothes, though, at least. I will wear you're this. You're going to play Animal Crossing. Don't act like you're going to do I, anything else. I you're going to have the house all to yourself. What I wanted. So originally we were going to be the inside out emotions. And I want and our sweet, sweet, sweet daughter wanted me to be Joy, which is so nice because Joy is so cute and adorable. And so thin. And I was like, don't I have more of a sadness body vibe going on right now? <laughs> 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 she wanted me to be she wanted me to be joy and i was like how am i gonna do this so i thought well maybe what i could do is You're i could get the, the cute orb. yeah my belly is a memory orb yes which could be awesome if i had put the work into it because you could like even put like led lights into it and stuff there's still time Anna. there is no time there's still time <laughs> um and then then i decided it would be awesome she wanted to be the little mermaid and i was like she wanted me to be the Little Mermaid. She said. <laughs> yeah. She said she wanted me to be the Little yeah. Mermaid, and I was like, Ursula. Yeah. Ursula is where it's at. But do you know how much Ursula costumes are? 
That's $7,000. $120. And I'm just not. Hey, just, you're, I could have bought, bought the Ursula dress and then wore it for my maternity photos. That would have been funny. I don't like that. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, moving no, on. We're no done. Thanks. We're no thanks. No thanks, Sea Witch. <laughs> but I mean, I'm the right shape, sort of. You're, now. Hey, you're fine. You you're beautiful. Huh. Your beauty moment. Stop. That was, the end. That was great, by the way. Um, Hey, we are going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit about, a little bit all episode, um, about the constant push and pull of screen time with your children. This episode is a lot about kids, what with it being Halloween and this topic, and Mm -hmm. so we got some kid recommendation, uh, like nerdy recommendation for you. Yep. So Yeah, this show brought to you by parenting. That's right. And Um, if you're not a parent, I'm sorry. You might just skip this one. Yeah, this this one might make you not want to, actually. (laughs) Um, Well, hey, sit right there. We're going to take a short break. And like I said, when we come back, we'll have a lot more right here on Church Nerds. This week in Nerdy News, this is LTNN. In an interview with the New York Times, Elizabeth Olsen, who plays Scarlet Witch in the Marvel movies and the MCU and the upcoming Disney Plus exclusive series, WandaVision, says that the show is actually going to take a hard look at mental health and mental illness issues, which is something that the character struggles with in the comics, which is pretty darn cool. Disney Plus is also working on a sequel series to the movie Willow, starring Warwick Davis, set years after the events of the original film, and introducing all new characters to the enhanced realm of fairy queens and two-headed Eversick monsters. Uh, yeah, okay. Why not? After Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez—I can't say her whole name—AOC played a game of Among Us with some of her followers. Uh, yeah, the the uh, the game got spammed with with pro-Trump propaganda, like almost like a virus attacking the chat boxes. Uh, took a few days to fix that, and I'm sure it was 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 a little annoying, a little suspect, um, but. AOC, you're a congresswoman. What are you doing? Pass a bill. And lastly, Magic the Gathering is teaming up with Extra Life to help some kids. The two companies will be supporting the Seattle Children's Hospital via a dedicated secret lair drop happening next month, as well as via Twitch streams, auctions, and more. The November secret lair will be Secret Lair Extra Life 2020. There will be premium foil alternate art cards based on highlighting the importance of family and children. The cards include Collected Company, Consecrated Sphinx, Amulet of Vigor, and Teferi's Protection. The Secret Lair will be available to pre-order from November 6th through the 9th and will cost 60 bucks for each copy sold. Wizards of the Coast has pledged to donate 30 bucks to Extra Life. Pretty neat, gang. That is going to do it for this week in Nerdy News. I've been Station Manager Matt, and this is LTNN.
Well, hey there, and welcome back to Church Nerds here on LTN Radio, the Live 365 app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, space stuff. Space? Space. Space. I don't know. Who's listening in space? Hey, I just found out today that people on the International Space Station have a voting booth. Hey, Space Station people. I'm so glad you're listening to Church Nerds Podcast. No, they're not. There's no way. This is for all the Christian aliens out there. They have, like, to really make good decisions with their time, and I don't think this makes the cut. Hey, come on. This is quality content. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, lately on the podcast, we've been answering some listener questions. And this week is no exception. I know what you're thinking. Oh, hey, guys, you you can't come up with your own content? No, we cannot. Uh, You nailed it. We are so glad for listener questions. Actually, it makes our lives easier. It's very fun. Um, We do have other things that we could talk about, but we would rather answer your questions. Those are secrets. Yeah. (laughs) So um, last week, actually, we were recording the podcast and uh, Ryan Amy sent you a message and was like, I want you to talk about something. Like legit. 12 minutes before we started recording. So, yeah. It's we, like, hey, you guys record that We'd podcast? already started writing, but but it was not too late to do it this week. And no. this week's perfect because, again, no. Halloween, kids, all the mm, things. Spoopy. Here was his question. What have y'all done with your kids to keep a good balance of screen or video game time and off screen time? Our boys give us a hard time when it comes to having a no screen time. Once they start an activity, it goes well, but during it, they are asking when it will be over and immediately jump to a screen as soon as we say they're done. A tale as old as time. Yeah. So first of all, Ryan, we know. We got you, bro. <laughs> we feel this. We also have ha- have experienced this. Um, is that a phenomenon? Does that count? Mm, yes. It's, pa- it's a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> An epidemic. That's what I was looking for. Um, this this happening. This happening. The happening. The ha- sometimes I would just kind of rather <laughs> than being real. Um, this happens to us. Um, so we are going to talk about it now. Again, spoiler alert. We don't know. Is that we any- haven't reached the conclusion well, here? So, like the other uh, questions, people are going to stop asking us questions because I don't think we've really answered any of them well the important ones we just are like it's maybe something having to do with this the answers of the universe those are the ones we're really good at you guys asked (laughs) these softball questions and we're like i don't know oh so okay there is just there's a lot of there's a lot a, a lot of things that we could unpack um First of all, why do we need to limit screen time is obviously something that we need to talk about. Just why? Why would we do it? Uh, Because screens are evil. (laughs) So Bubba and I, um, we we argue a lot while we're writing because we disagree on some things sometimes. And I'm like, I just want to agree with you on this, but we don't always. We can't all be right, you know. (laughs) So um, Bubba also, he really likes to play devil's advocate and be like, well, what about that one kid who uh, plays, who who made $4 million winning a Fortnite tournament? What, yes. Which tournament? $3 million. His $3 million. Was, his screen name was Booga. 
You heard what I said. I, Don't look at me like that. Anyway, um, three I'm like, million That's a very dollars. Extreme example, and probably not Ryan's kids. I don't know. I, not maybe, yet. maybe Ryan, your kids may be video game prodigies. I don't know. That could be true. We're gonna go with the assumption that his kids are more like our kids, though. So awesome and the best at everything <laughs> they do. They are awesome. Okay, so. In very extreme examples, first of all, if you have not already listened to our previous podcast about Stop the social this dilemma, right now. go back, listen to the social dilemma one first, and that will help you a little bit to understand if why. You don't, if you don't listen to it first, we will know. <laughs> well, that might help you to understand a little bit why it's important to develop healthy screen habits mm-hmm. for yourself and for your children. Um, Which, also, to be fair, like that that show again from from the standpoint that I'm I'm kind of going to take on this that that show show how old am I that program social <laughs> documentary dilemma, yeah it it was basically a scare tactic it yeah well and that and that I'm not trying to scare anybody right now I'm talking about. Just the very extreme yep. of like, why would we even need to? Well, like, why would you need? It's like watching Red Pavement uh, in uh, Driver's Ed, I guess, maybe. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Deep cut. I didn't do, do that. Pavement. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do that. I was homeschool. I, I learned to drive in uh, homeschool. So how do you even know about that? Well, because I did have friends. Man, that day in driver's ed was something else. It was kind of notorious. But it was on his screen. It was. Oof. Yeah. So anyway. This rabbit hole gets deeper and deeper. Those are extreme situations yep. that are like, this is why it might be important to learn to drive well and follow So you don't turn laws. into hamburger meat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, you didn't see it. That's what happened. So um, I was just looking up like. What could happen to your brain when you have too much screen time? Which obviously we know stuff happens. Um, your your hormones that are working in your brain, your neurochemicals are always, you know, firing and giving and receiving. And, you know, all this stuff is happening in, in your brain. And yeah. a lot of that is stimulated by what you see with your eyes and by what you hear or, you know, like... Um, and when things start to get out of balance, that gets really, really dicey. Um, also knowing that your brain is kind of like a big muscle, that you can work it out in different ways. You can develop different neurological pathways. Yep. I'm obviously an expert on brains. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> um, you, you know all about them. I know tons about brains. I do not. But I have read some things about them and know that it. you can change your brain. Yep. By changing your habits and for the better or for the worse, you can do that. And so sometimes if we lean too heavily on screens, it can cause some production of certain hormones and things to increase or to decrease sure. in ways that are harmful to other things in our lives. Right. Like the way we bond with people or... Um, the way that we do or do not take pleasure out of certain things that should yeah. bring us pleasure or cause pain or, you know, whatever it is. So, um, it's like, anyway. a, it's, it's a chemical science and also like a behavioral science. Right. So, well, cause they're very connected. Yeah. Um, worst case, man, if your kids 
or you are just like constantly looking at a screen. Um, I did read that some children with more than seven hours of screen time a day experienced thinning of the brain's cortex, mm. which has to do with critical thinking and reasoning. Um, so that seems not great. I would be very interested to see what that study consisted of. Did it consist of, if that was the issue, that there was a deficiency in, you know, the cortex? Is it what you say was the, what part of the brain? The, the what cortex? The brain, Just co the brain, the, the the brain cortex? cortex. That's what they are. I thought, that's I thought what that this there very official I know, I know a lot about brains. I thought that there were like the frontal cortex and the... Prefrontal cortex. Yeah. Yeah, well, that does have to do with decision making. The and starboard, stuff. and that part is cortex. not cooked in your brain completely yeah. until you're 25 years old. So, I, what I would say to that <laughs> it was is crazy late. It's fine. I don't really understand why people are capable of having children before their brains are fully developed. I don't. That hey, God, why cats can why? have babies within a year? <laughs> and so I don't understand. Figure it. that out. Anyway, that's that's my question. That's my. On the Lord's podcast, what I want him to answer my listener question is: we'll pause. Just, So you're going to get to heaven and you're going to have a podcast <laughs> no. with God? <laughs> no, no, I don't I'm think not so. Having, I'm listening. It's God and Jesus. Um, Jesus is the co-host. Yeah, that, well, that would, that would be a very interesting echo chamber, wouldn't it? God and Jesus. Who do you on want to be I'm on it? Saying, Satan? I'm just no. I'm just saying. Like it, it's it's literally that's not what we're here for. Um, but so like if if the if the issue is it like a a drop or a deficiency in critical thinking w were you engaging or were the subjects engaging in a passive medium which is right. watching television or there is kind of like an active passive mm -hmm. medium like some of the stuff like Animal Dora crossing? and oh. no, no 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 like like Dora <laughs> like you're watching this stuff happen but then she's like do you see the color red? Yes. Uh, uh -huh. You know, like that kind of stuff. Or are you in an active medium, like a video game, where you are actually, you're having to move and make decisions and do things and uh -huh. yeah. become the character. And a lot of these games are decision-making games. Yes. So that's one of the things that we're talking about here too, uh, is not all screen time is created equal. Um, yeah, there are, there are definitely different types of screen time. And so that needs to be part of your decision making as far as like limiting screen time and no screen time and all those different things, um, factored into that is like, what kind of screen time? Because yeah. there are shows that our kids watch sometimes that I'm like, you may watch one episode of this and then you're done because this is just basically garbage it's like just eating a handful of marshmallows for your for your like or thinking and reasoning and all stuff a it's handful just like, of garbage <laughs> yeah i mean it's like it's not really super harmful because it's not like they're is blood everywhere and swear words and stuff like that. It's just like a, no benefit. It, well, okay. You almost prefer it. would be it. like just a handful of lettuce, except maybe more fun than lettuce. Celery. What's a, what? Uh, marshmallows. I stand by it. Popcorn? I like popcorn. A, ha a I handful like marshmallows. of pop popcorn. I like celery. So if it's you fun to eat, but it really doesn't do much for you. If you eat enough celery and you only have celery, it will kill you. 
That's a fact. <laughs> anyway, um, so certain things are more beneficial than other things. Well, and what we're trying to say in the world of the media that your children are consuming. Yeah. Um, so it's just to not to. But like, I think, I think that the every people that are listening to this, at least the ones I know of, pretty smart people, right? Um, Maybe they're 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 pretty smart people, and so I think that they understand in the world that we live in today, in twenty twenty, the year of our Lord, question mark. That um, <laughs> the Lord has abandoned yeah, twenty twenty. <laughs> The Lord has forsaken this year, um, but but seriously, in, in this year with every everything with like students going remote, mm-hmm. you know, distance learning and all sorts of stuff becoming a thing, mm-hmm. you cannot you cannot limit your kids to two hours a day on screens unless you legitimately homeschool them. You would have to do and all even of even not all types of homeschool. So, well, but what I'm saying is I th- I think that people are smart. I'm giving you all listeners the benefit of the doubt here, so don't don't let me down. That we're not saying no screen time. D- well, and then we're not even saying that like it, it's an unspoken truth that sitting in front of a computer or a screen and learning something is different than screen time. Right. Which when we're talking about screen time, we're specifically saying mind numbing, escapism, playing video games, things that well, even some of the things that are challenging, but doesn't matter. Like, yeah, like, you know, certain things in in Pokemon, there are like some gym challenges and stuff that are challenging. Yeah. You know, there are some puzzly things, but it's like, I wouldn't let my kid do that for like large chunks of time a day. Right, but we... I would do it. We have, yeah, absolutely would. I can show you how much time she has in freaking Pokemon and Assassin's Creed, um, Animal was, Crossing. I was morning sick when I was doing a lot of that stuff. Right, but so don't... <laughs> I was not living Here's my the best deal. life. Uh, but but I, I think that we can, we can all agree um, that there is just a difference. And it's really what... What we as parents, what we as adults put value on for our kids, because it's part of our job is to to value their time and to help them manage it well. Right. So that they're not wasting it away when they should be outside right. or they should be reading a book or they should be playing right. with their friends. Because balance is important. And we decide what that balance is. Right. Based on our kids. Because even with some of the puzzly things, if we're talking about like the active mediums, that are, you know, sure. that you are m- making decisions and stuff, knowing that some of those things have been designed to trigger things in your brain to keep you coming back. Yes. You know, so that's all a factor. Anyway, there are some things that we have to decide, like that have that factor in, like we said, the type of medium, the personality of your kids. Um, we've got one of our kids is not like the others. Mm. So one of our kids very highly very much we struggle with um screen time issues and the other ones It's not just screen time though. Like that's that's the thing. It's, it's true it's because a it's personality. his personality in general but screen time does affect It's a manifestation, it. yeah. So um usually if there are issues they're they're coming from that one kid. Mm-hmm. Um and it's a little bit less of an issue with the others. And so if that one child were not a factor, our rules might 
be a little bit different. Maybe in our way family. different. Um, One of our kids, we can actually set set a time limit for them. And they'll come back 10 minutes into it and go, I'm done. Like, <laughs> yeah. Poor. I'm done. Yeah. Um, something that might factor in is the availab- availability of devices that you have um, and types of devices that you have. Yeah. Um, what your schedule is like. There are certain days that our kids get no screen time. And it's not because we're like, no screen time today. We're going to take a no screen time day. It just, there is no time work. that day. Yeah, it doesn't work. Um, because between school and our other functions, we don't do it. So yeah. that could be how, how you're doing school. Are you distance learning? Or if you are homeschooling, how much of your curriculum has to do with, you know, being in front of a screen? Sure. Um, and like even there's games and stuff that are learning games. But my kids will sit and play those learning games for like hours at a time if I let yeah, them. And I'm absolutely. like, no, shut it down. Yep. Also, what their friends are into. Like, is gaming a social activity for them? Like, do they couch? You let other kids come over to your house and they play Minecraft together on the couch or whatever. Yep. Is it like, do you want to limit that, you know, as well? Or do you want to make some exceptions because they're actually spending time together or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I think that there is a massive balance in what we come up with and the, the tactics that we share with you in the next segment about what we do and what we've found to heavy air quotes work sometimes. <laughs> um, it may not work for you and that's okay, but we want to we wanna kind of be a resource for you and help you work through this um, kind of early church style, you know, mm-hmm. let's, let's get together. Let's talk about things that share stuff that works for us or hasn't worked for us. Um, and so we are going to take a really uh, well, I'm, I almost had a really short break. It's all the same to you guys, but when we, when we come back, we are going to be talking about practices how to put things into um, perspective for you in your own home and give you some uh, some stuff that works for us or some doesn't work for us. stuff that has worked for us. Also, yeah. just a couple of things that, you know, we found other places from professionals. None taken. <laughs> some of them we already were doing. Yeah. And so that was uh, nice. And full disclosure, before we even go into the next segment, we currently have a child who is indefinitely grounded from video games <laughs> right now. That's true. Happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so... This is something that we are still working out, but every kid is different. Every kid is different. Even in the same house, very close mm-hmm. to each other because mm-hmm. everybody is their own person and yep. they experience and handle things differently. So mm-hmm. we're going to kind of give you, we, we have three kids currently that play video games and we're going to try and give you three different perspectives as best as we possibly can on things that do and don't work for us. And uh, we want to know as we move into the next segment, just already get in the Twitterverse at Church Nerds LTM. Let us know what you do. What does or doesn't work for you and your family or your your kids that you watch if you're a babysitter or nephews or nieces or whatever. I don't I don't care. We want to know what you do so that hopefully it can be beneficial for the rest of our listeners. But like I said, we're gonna take a short break and when we come back, we'll have more of that right here on Church Nerds. Bye. 
we here at LTN Radio know that not everybody is nerdy in the same ways, and you might find yourself in a situation where you hear a word or a phrase that you've never seen before and have no idea what it means. Well, have no fear. I'm here to help. Today's term is troll. A troll is someone who deliberately harasses, antagonizes, or criticizes people online, especially with provocatively disparaging or mocking public statements, posting, or acts. Honestly, it's just someone out there trying to make you the butt of a joke, and I have to apologize. That's been me for the last three weeks. Apparently, I haven't made it clear enough that these definitions have been bad nerdy definitions, so let me just clear everything up from the beginning. AFK does not mean always freaking king, go celebrate. It means away from keyboard. So if you got to step away from the keyboard when you're playing the co-op game, you put AFK. Or if you see someone just standing there not moving, it's likely that they are AFK. Sus in Among Us or anywhere else means suspicious or suspect. They're the person that you need to look out for, that there is some reason to suspect that they are the imposter or the bad guy or what have you. And a sonic screwdriver is really just a, a kind of futuristic screwdriver that the doctor has on Doctor Who. Uh, it, it's it's helpful. It uh, accomplishes a lot of good, but it doesn't work on wood. Uh, he does use it every episode, though. Uh, moving forward, I'm going to do my best to be be more transparently truthful with nerdy definitions you can trust me even though i might have posted this just to uh lure you into a false sense of security which is something a troll would do um but i'm not doing that of course a troll would also say that but i'm not being one now trust me this has been nerdy definitions super trustworthy completely factual nerdy definitions back to church nerds and if you're just now tuning in on ltn radio or the live 365 app um we or i guess even spotify yeah um spotify google podcasts or uh welcome back where else we're glad you're here people listen. however you're listening uh, vinyl record um, um i don't think we published that telegraph way. if you're if you're reading a telegraph by the way when you said welcome back to church nerds welcome back I just heard kind of a weird little pause. So what I heard in my brain was, welcome back to church, comma, nerds. Welcome back to church, nerds. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, it's a double entendre. <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay, so we're finishing up our discussion about screen time boundaries. Are and, we, though? Well, Are we finishing the discussion? This is, there is a lot of suggestions in this segment. Yeah, so good buckle luck. up. Because and also do all of them. I have a lot of yeah. things to say. Apparently, um, if you're just wanting vague things, this is not the segment. No, um, because I actually have some things to say. So I don't just, know if all of these things are I'm going to work make for quip, you. Could be jabs like throughout this segment. <laughs> um, 
this either will work or it won't work. And if you have a professional who wants to chime in and tell me how wrong I am, do it. Send them my way. I did ask our pediatrician um, about what the official recommendations are as far as screen times. And um, she sent me back that. Hold on. One second. Here we go. She's doing great. So if they are under two, it's none except for FaceTiming with family. A two to six year old, you should plan for an hour max, preferably educational and supervised. And uh, if they're six years old or over, not, uh, I guess six year olds go fall into two categories. Well. Yeah, uh, they'll figure it out. They're smartish. Max two hours, as long as it's not interfering with other things like sleeping and meals and creative play. Um, now, even the American uh, Association of Pediatric Academy of Pediatrics (AAP) even, even they of. have admitted that COVID has changed um, screen time uh-huh. a bit, and so yep. everything is a little loosey goosey right now. Um, they encourage you to look at the three C's, not which my three is, C's. it's not Bubba's, but um, one of them is, um, context, content and child. So, you know, your child, you know, what's good for them. You know, what kind of shows they can handle, you know, you know, so keep your, your child in mind when you're making boundaries, um, uh, the content, uh, of what they're doing that quality content mm-hmm. might have different rules than not quality content. Sure. Like we talked about and the context, you know, is this communicating with, with relatives? Is this schoolwork? Is it, you know, what is this? Or um, one example for us is that recently the only screen time that we had that day was uh watching a documentary together all together because we were learning about mountains in school and went yeah. to Himalayas. And so we watched this documentary about a bunch of dead bodies <laughs> on Mount Everest. Yeah, it was TV for, was it 14? I don't know. It was like, a, a, like, a I loved it mature. Um, and we watched it with them, but it, it had to do with dead bodies yeah. because lots of people have died on Mount Everest and it, and it showed their, their frozen dead bodies. Hey, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, real life. Oh, Thanks National yikes. Geographic. But it wasn't like gruesome. It no, was just, fine. you know, trigger warning. <laughs> anyway, we watched that together. Like we started it together and we had to pause it cause we had to go do something and then we ended it together. Yep. And that was a very different kind of screen time than just, okay, you can play games for, you know, an hour and a half. Right. So that context of what are we doing with our time, uh, is, is important. So that's kind of actually my first point. I'm talking so much. You're doing great. Hey, um, I think one of the most important things is to evaluate and maybe even budget for your kids and your family, like how much time is reasonable to spend on games, uh-huh. to spend on movies, you know, to spend on other things that you need to look at screens for, because sure. there are things that we need to look at screens for. Um, just be intentional about that. Um, and if, you know, if it's movies, who's picking the movies? Are they always picking the movies? Are you picking movies for your children or are you watching them together? Are they are you watching them are they watching them by themselves? And obviously those need to be different kinds of movies. Like they shouldn't be watching any movies probably that you haven't watched already. Sure. Um, That's a slippy be, slope. Be careful about, so you know, ratings and things there. like that. Huh? So many kid movies out there that I just don't want to watch. I agree. So I 
try to lean on rating systems for that, yep. um, but they're not always trustworthy. I'm looking at you, 1980s. Yo. What's going on? We were talking about that the other day, Matt and I, and he was like, oh, it's like, uh, I'm, I forget what he was talking about, but he was like, oh, it's- The Goonies? It's like, P well, he, he was saying something- Sandlot? No, something today was like PG-13. I'm like, there are no freaking way that that's PG-13. Oh. Well, like 1980s PG-13, which is like <laughs> modern day X. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that checks out. <laughs> yes. It was weird. Um, yeah. Okay. So the next thing is uh, we all know that we need screens to babysit our children sometimes. <gasps> sometimes, i.e. right this very second. Who among us hasn't at some point felt like they needed to send a happy Mother's Day or Father's Day card to Netflix? <laughs> I know I have. <laughs> Sometimes you need a quiet moment. Sometimes you need to pay bills. Sometimes you need to have a phone conversation. Sometimes you need to record a podcast and Sometimes. you have a child in the house. And so you decide, you know what? We're going to take screen time right now, right now so that you can be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what is happening right now. Um, and so if you know that you're going to need a quiet moment, that needs to be planned out. And the kids need to know like, hey, this is your screen time today. Yeah. This is why you're getting your screen time right now, um, et cetera. But that this isn't like bonus screen time. This is your screen time. Mm, um, yep. And so just be careful and try to be intentional about what times you're using it as a parenting tool. Yeah. Um, because you need some quiet time. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm not saying that you can't do that because we do it. Yeah, it's just, fine. Mm, just be careful about yeah, how you do it. It's fine. Um, one of the biggest things about the the hankering for screen time and the never being satisfied until we get it thing and the always wanting to, always looking forward to that moment when you can have screens, um, managing expectations about them helps a lot with that because if your kids don't know when they're going to get it, what's going to happen when they get it and stuff. It's like they're always trying to work that out in their brain. Sure. And, and then they have unrealistic expectations. Totally unrealistic expectations. What do you mean I couldn't play all day? What? It's, I've only been playing for three hours. Barely did anything. Um. So one of the things you can read, you want to read this one? I can read all. Yeah, I know how to read. Well, because this is one this that is, you actually established in our yeah. house. And it was also in an article that I was reading when I was researching well, for this. And I was well, like, well. hey, Bubba Stallcup knows things. I will wait on Congratulations. the royalty check. <laughs> um, in our house, and apparently in a fancy schmancy article on the internet, maybe you've heard of it, um, <laughs> is screen time is a privilege. Screen time is not a right. So a lot of our kids... Um, and I just, I'm talking very generally now, and I know specifically three that live in my house feel like, when just going to get hey, it. Hey, uh, when can I, when, when's screen time? Can I do screen time today? And I keep having to tell them, um, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about it. Some days, some days, you know, we know it's going to happen, but this expectation that no matter what, I will have watched mm -hmm. something or played something by the end of the day. No. Well, so we kind of shot ourselves in the foot. We learned from our mistakes. Um, we established a 3 p.m. rule. Well, it, and that's part of one of my suggestions. Light I'm not rule. saying don't do that. But, but we had done that before. We did that before. We then, said yeah. that it was, it was a privilege to be earned, not a right to be had. Mm -hmm. So 
our kids would come to us all the time, no matter how terrible they had been that day. Yeah, behavior or what they had or had not completed that they were supposed to get done. Didn't matter. There were there were like, days where they would, they would stop in the middle of schoolwork and go, hey, can I have my screen time now? Yeah, like, no. What? No. no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Are you dreaming right now? Yeah. yeah. When has that ever been the case? So, yeah, it's it's not you have to there are qualifications that have to be met and may and that's what you need to establish in your house is what needs to be done before screen time happens um and they need to know that because if you already have these rules set in place then when the questions come about their screen time and they will um then you can be like hey man you knew you knew you had to have your schoolwork done you knew you had to have your room cleaned you know, and and it also has to be this far in the day, which for us is 3 p.m. If yeah. all three of those things have not happened, sorry, Charlie. Sorry. Uh, go get something done. Yeah, screen time did not make it into the constitution of our house. <laughs> um, th- those are not inalienable rights. Um, those are legitimate things that, like, our kids will love their screen time, mm-hmm. whether it's watching shows or love video games. Love might not be strong enough of a word. They would kill you <laughs> in front of yourself. Sometimes it feels yeah. that way. But on a serious note, they, they like they cherish that time. Uh-huh. And so when we have to do disciplinary measures, that's usually the first thing to go because they feel that pain. Mm-hmm. They feel that, that, you know, that cavity mm-hmm. of not getting the thing that they like. You know, uh, it doesn't really matter where you stand on any other form of, of discipline. Like we know in our house, that's the one. That's the one that hurts. Yeah. So that's why I said at the end of last segment, we have one of our kids who is currently, because of the severity of, of what they had the done. The offenses. Um, they're indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I don't even know. I was I was talking to Anna about it yesterday. I said, I'm thinking January <laughs> at the earliest. I mean, we'll see, for not screens entirely, but specifically getting to yeah. play video games, which to us gets to the heart of the issue. Right, right. Yeah. So um, the other thing, as far as expectation management, so man, helping your children to manage their expectations. As parents, we have to manage our expectations. Nope, and not me. No. Nope. They are going to ask about the screen time. They're going to do it. Only every second of the day. They will probably ask about it and they may even nag. And so for yourself. Because they're junkies. Uh, <laughs> for yourself, knowing what you what's reasonable to expect from a, an eight-year-old, a 10-year-old, or however old your kid is, you know, how is are you, how much nagging are you willing to take? How many times are they allowed to ask? Or how are they allowed to ask? Yeah. Um, and and figure that out in advance so that you are prepared to deal with it because we don't want to like just give in. We also don't want to hulk out and have unreasonable expectations and be like, no TV ever now because you won't stop talking about it. Um, is maybe not. We've done. I've we've done d- that. I've never done that. <laughs> it's maybe not no. the best. No. Um, I just. I used to just say, you're, "Well, you're grounded." Well, I and had. You would have to come and tell me how long, and I would say forever. Yeah, I'm like he, till he's mm, till he's thirty. I don't no, know. We need to have some. We, people need to be able to expect. I didn't say it was a good thing. <laughs> um, well, I have to do that for myself too. Like we, you know, even yesterday, knowing 
I wish that my kid would just straighten up and fly right and be perfect all afternoon because that is what we've told them that they need to do, but they're probably not. And so I need to predetermine where does my grace, you know, like I need to have some grace with it and be ready that they probably are going to ask one time. They probably are going to ask two times. Maybe the third time, three strikes and you're out. I don't know. <laughs> so, okay. So don't the pretend next, baseball. No. Yeah. Next, after expectations, is making sure that you have some routine and some consistency going. Mm-hmm. Because, again, if your kids don't know what to expect and there is no consistency, that's going to bring more and more and more and more questions. Um, instead of being like, hey, it's written on the wall, 3 p.m., you know. Oh, so we used to have timers set. Yes. Like a well, timer still, would go off at 3 p.m. Oh, well, that's because one of the children said it. Because he was saying. like, hey, I want to know the moment that it's 3 p.m. And he could ask, he, he could ask Google like, okay, how long until 3 p.m.? And she would tell him. He nags Google instead of me. She's so that's an fine. enabler at Google. <laughs> um, but we do. In our house, we do have the 3 p.m. rule. And that helps some because it can eliminate a lot of the questions because yeah. they know. It's not three. So maybe don't even ask. If if it's not three yet, don't even ask about it. Um, We also talk about how they're going to use their time. And I do this pretty much every day when it is 3 p.m. and they're getting their screen time. They've done their stuff. Um, What are you going to do for your screen time? Yeah. Are you going to play a game? Are you going to watch a movie? And we also talk about turns because since we have three kids and only two controllers, it's an issue. And so it's like, are you going to get the same amount of time to play together with somebody as you would to get to play by yourself? Yeah. Um, because it affects other people. Um, we have one who doesn't really like to play video games that much. Nope. That kid likes to watch movies more. And is it fair to watch a two hour movie and when that kid only got to play for 30 minutes or, you know, right. whatever. So we kind of talk about how, what are what are we going to do? Um, how are we going to work out turns? Uh, what are you going to watch? And those kinds of things so that I know and that they know, and they have taken some agency with their decision making, but we all know what's happening so that nothing is a shock. Um, and we're not just flying by the seat of our pants the whole time. We've made a plan. Well, and we don't practice legalism all the time. There are some times where you it don't. is. I do. I totally do. You I'm wish. There are there are some times where it is hard line in the sand. If I said one hour, I meant one hour. I didn't mean an hour and ten minutes. I meant one hour. But most of the time, I would say. I mean, really, it depends on on the kids. Like, how have they been that day? Mm-hmm. Um, to you know, how much how much grace are we extending in this moment? Yeah, because if if pushback has been the theme of the day and then we're ready to turn off games and there's pushback, I'm not here for it. No. I'm super done. Nope. No, we'll <laughs> let we'll let God sort them out kind of a deal. Well, and so once you're getting to the ending screen time now, Ryan did not ask this as part of his question because he was talking about more when they're trying to do screen time breaks and yeah. how his kids like they just can't seem to stop thinking and asking about it. And yeah. like, they just want to immediately go back to it instead of like being in the moment. Which we also fully, completely understand. Right. Um, but one of the things that we deal with sometimes is the meltdown at the end of screen yeah, time. They can't stop. Um, so as far as kind of preparing for that, because you have to prepare for it. Yeah. Pre- prepare. Prepare. 
I can't remember the phrase Nicole uses. Our children's pastor has a lot of really good phrases. She does. Um, anyway, it, preparation is important. It's probably a important. Toby Mac song. Yeah. <laughs> so prepare your kids for screen time ending uh-huh. um, before you start screen time. So sometimes we will role play. Okay, when the timer rings... What is going to happen? So you have to talk about, do you have save points in this game? Because if you're at a game, in a game, and there isn't a save point, what do we do? Yeah. If it's something that does have save points and it's reasonable for them to get to that next thing or like whatever that next goal they had, and it's only going to take a couple of minutes. It's probably going to behoove everybody in the situation. Depending on the situation. There are easy yeses and... And I'm a big fan of saying the easy yeses so that the hard yeses, yeah, you know, you have some deposits in the bank for them. But if you can say yes and it's reasonable, let them take that agency, you know, yeah. and ownership in there. I but, will. I will also say on this, and this came up um, mainly. This is just Anna's segment. I'm just smiling and nodding. And <laughs> you saying, are. Well, you're so pretty. And so, well, I'm usually the one having to navigate screen time. I am barely a parent. You're correct. No, and that's so, not what I'm saying. Well, but we all heard it. But but I will say this: like from from a like a nerd kind of technological standpoint, if you understand the capacity of the technology or the game or whatever it is that your kid is doing in this time, then you can better understand how to help them manage it. So, for instance, if our kids who are playing the the Super Nintendo Mini, uh, the SNES Classic, which is all they're basically allowed to play right now, um, yes, they're playing that, and then they come to Anna and they say, "Well, no, I, I don't have any save points when I'm playing Kirby." Kirby doesn't have any save points. She will say, "She'll get frustrated," and because I don't know anything about Kirby. Yeah. You know, and, and that's totally understandable. Um, is it? I mean, it, that it is, is my understandable. And, and I do, I, I think that you need to educate yourself as a parent, not just you, Anna, but also <laughs> all parents. I'm feeling really uh, just. No, but I, th- I think it's educating yourself and knowing the capacity of the game and or yeah. system or technology. And because- that is one of the things is you need to know what you're. I, in a perfect world, mm-hmm. you would be sitting down and playing with your kid every single thing. Um, at the very least, we probably ought to know what they're playing. Sure. And it's even better to really know the dynamics of how it works. So saying, for instance, that you're playing on the SNES Mini or or your kid is playing the SNES Mini, that the SNES Classic rather, that they, they're playing this game that doesn't have a save point. Well, when I was a kid, that just meant you would either leave the system on throwing the electric bill through the roof. would work as an only child, but definitely not as a- Not even a little bit. Yeah. And so, <laughs> but nowadays understanding that technology, and this is like a very like specific scenario, but understanding that, hey, when you hit the reset button, it takes you to the home screen that then has a save point for that game that you can you can save at any point. Because this isn't just like arcade Donkey Kong that nope. once you're over, you're back to, back to the beginning. So then fast forward that to a Fortnite or World of Warcraft or Call of Duty Warzone or whatever your kid is is playing, if you understand like, okay, well, he or she is going to play until they get to this point, and then that is a break point. Or they've been working on this for, you know, however long, and they need to work this long mm-hmm. so that what they did beforehand 
it doesn't they might go away. Lose it yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it's, you still have to exercise your judgment Judge, as a parent yeah. um, that, hey, if you knew you only had X time and you scheduled this long activity, right. that's a natural consequence Don't kind of a deal. Don't schedule a three-hour raid for a 30-minute block of time. Right. But again, I think that comes from understanding the the capacity of the game and or technology so that you can speak intelligibly right. you don't just come in and look look like the victim like no i don't hey i don't care what you're doing shut it off because that like, kind of gives it either gives your kid control and you have to say yes or it gives you i mean it creates the the feeling of just like that you're a tyrant as yeah. a parent and less of a, a relationship so, so if your kid gets stuck playing Fortnite because they're actually doing well in Fortnite and they're like, hey, I thought, honestly, I was just going to hop on and be on here for 30 minutes, but I'm actually in third place right now. Um, and so the game has a definitive end. Uh, you, you could probably step in if it's been a good day. You could probably <laughs> step in and say, okay, well, um, when you go out, then we need to turn the game off. And like that, that would be a good break point instead of saying, look, I don't care. You're already 20 minutes over. I told you, you know, 20 minutes ago to turn the game off. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's the disconnect. Well, and some, a lot of these things are quite a lot different. I'm sure. I don't know from experience, but like with teenagers, this is a whole different world than with an eight year old. And so, well, oh, that's not what you were trying. No, that wasn't what I was saying. But there is more of you know they they need to learn about uh, you know if you spend time doing something, it means you're going to have less time to do something else. Yeah. So if you have a test, you need to be studying, or you spending time here means you're not going to get to spend time with your friends or like. IRL or whatever yep. it is that it's like, okay, you can make this choice, but just know that this time comes out of that time or yeah. something like that. You can't that, say yes to everything different. and have equal amounts you of cannot. time. You um, cannot. As far as the younger kids, though, uh, letting them know before screen time ends, hey, five yeah. more minutes, two more minutes, two minute warning or whatever it is can sometimes help. And then if it isn't a game that has a save point or you know whatever it is. Or does have a save point? Like, hey, start looking for a save point now because yeah. you only have five minutes. Or ask whatever questions. It is. If you don't know, ask questions to your kid. Like, hey, you're playing Kirby. Cool. Um, what what's a comfortable point for you? Or does this game have save points? Mm-hmm. Or are there levels? Or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, yep. that kind yep. of stuff. Sometimes, we, or we're like, hey, next time you die, we're done. Oh, we do that all the time. Um. So now this last one, as far as meltdowns is concerned, is. You might not have to do this with every kid. Not every kid melts down, nope. but some of them do. And some of them melt down in stages, you know, in certain stages of, yeah. of development. If you have one that ending screen time is traumatic every single time. Um, but I started recommending this and Bubba's like, man, that sounds like a lot of work. Uh, parenting, yeah, parenting is a lot of work. I and wasn't sometimes wrong. we have to be more intentional. I was reading though about this technique that was talking about because of what's going on with the neurochemicals in your brain and mm-hmm. that they were like, you know, video games and stuff and certain TV shows are like a dopamine fire hydrant. Um, and so... Sometimes like to just shut off the fire hydrant, it does create like this, a visceral reaction because yeah. you're not prepared for it. It's not it's just not what your brain normally does. That's like a generated thing. And yeah. so we don't have a prep like we're not prepared to deal with that. 
So they were talking about how it can be helpful before screen time ends, you know, at that five minute till end mark or whatever, for you to sit down with your child to to touch them, to engage with them, to make eye contact with them and certain things, to ask them questions about their game and to start the relation, you know, start really engaging in your relationship with them so that when screen times end ends, you're already there. Mm -hmm. You've already started this dialogue and that that transition is a lot easier and and a lot easier on their on their actual brain. Yeah. Um, And so we, I mean, we have one kid right now who's a a younger kid. Um, They're all young kids. Yeah. (laughs) Who, who does deal a little bit with like really feeling ragey. And I was like, you know, this might be something that I have to, uh, I have to start doing with him to kind of help ease that transition. And I don't expect that we'll have to do it forever, but we might have to do it for a little while. A very Um, extreme thing that we've had to do is, if that visceral reaction every time we're not playing video games anymore, if it's consistent, what I've had to do, and it, this this is my job. This is what I do. This is what I've done for a very long time. It's what I love, games and, and having fun and, and playing. But when I have to say, okay, well, you can't play video games anymore. Yeah, we have to take a break. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of leads into our next thing of taking long breaks. So this is specifically what Ryan was asking about is more of like developing some no screen time in your life, Um, which is good. It's also hard. Yeah. And so and it's hard for adults. Uh, I know I'm looking at someone who really re- like resist you're looking this. at me I'm looking at you okay um we have I had to remind you before while we were <laughs> while we were writing I was like but we do agree that taking breaks has been good for our kids right absolutely yes. um because we have done some pretty long breaks like a month break from screens period yeah no screen you can't look at anybody's cell phone you cannot we're not doing tv we are not doing video games like we are no screen at all man i don't remember what the kids did but they earned every moment of that no screen time well you made it and i was the one who had to enforce it so i was hey, we each have our cross irritated. to bear yeah I was kind of irritated with you because I had to. So um, here's the thing with taking long breaks is it does. There is an adjustment period sure. where you you have created a void and they're looking for something to fill that. It's mm-hmm. like cutting sugar. It's like cutting sugar from yeah. your diet and you're like, Ugh. sugar me, bro. Um, And so there is an adjustment time period yeah. and you have to get past, you have to get over a slump. That is totally normal. And it's something that you need to expect as a parent. And it's something that you need to prepare for. So one of the things you have to prepare your kids for too is, hey, you're going to be bored. You will feel bored. Yeah. And boredom is actually scientifically good for our brains Mm -hmm. because um, one of the things that the benefits that we've seen when we've taken screens away from our kids is this huge, like once we get past that slump. Yeah. It's called detox. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. The detox. Uh, A boost in and spike in like creativity, in kindness. Oh my gosh. Kindness. Um. It just, it really goes up. And and by the time we get to the end of it, I'm always like, let's just never bring TV back. Yeah. Let's just never turn on a screen ever again because I just like the way 
my kids are yeah. when they're not on them. Um, I don't think that that's really realistic in our day and age. So that's why we have to learn, do the hard work of learning how to develop Absolutely. good, good um, habits. But um, we do tell them like it, you're going to be bored and it, it is good for your brain to be bored because you start to problem solve when you're bored, Yeah, even adults. So um, maybe make a game plan at like have some things for them to do. Oh yeah. It's not just, um, go outside mm-hmm. like that at that stage, at the early stage, the early stage that you, is not enough. Yes. Cause they you, don't you're know gonna have how to plan. you have to plan for it. So I know that Ryan was saying that they have like some family stuff planned mm-hmm. and everything. And he's frustrated because they just, okay, is it over? Is it over? Is yeah. It over? <laughs> and, and that's why I think honestly that, that that's, that's why we really believe that extended periods of time. It's yes. not like, hey, we're going to take a, a, a three hour break from TV and then we'll go back from go back because that's all they're going to care about. You have to create Is a separation. Is it three hours of, done? Is it three o'clock yeah, yet? You have, yeah. you have to create the separation so that the, like you, you're not jonesing for it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I know that with us, um, you know, our, our kid that has the highly addictive personality, sometimes I will just not even tell them when they're getting it back. And we've had some conversations about that. Is that good? Is it, should we tell them so that they're not always asking? But my thing is, I don't, I don't want them to be always looking for that next fix. For sure. If you're doing like, we don't ever do. Okay. You know, we have our normal 3 PM, but we don't really do like, well, well, we're going to take, if if we're going to do a break, it's an a 24 hour, like not today is a no TV day because they know that everybody knows how long a day. I mean, they're not usually going to be like, OK, well, what time does the, the day end? like, can I turn it on at 1 a.m.? Yeah. Or whatever. For in a normal in our minds, it's like a sunrise to sunset type of thing. Tomorrow yeah. is a new day. And uh just setting that expectation that it's the end, like none today has eliminated, I would say, 80% of the like uh, issues, not all of them, because there's still the boredom, there's still the asking and stuff, but it has helped so much to be like, just none today. Yeah, You can ask, but you're, but we're not getting it. Yeah. Um, find a, find a different thing, you yeah. know? Um, lastly, I think is just, Stand firm. Mm-hmm. Um, be, you know, we do need to have grace and stuff, but especially if you are looking to detox, yeah, you're gonna hit a rough point and just hold on, parent. Stay firm. It is so much easier just to say, you know what? Fine, just go, get out of my face. But it just means go that you went through something. the hard part with no benefit on the end of it. No, and then yeah, it's like. Ugh. Yeah. You know, again, it is parenting is tough. There's no cookie cutter way. That's why kids don't come with a manual. Like it, each kid is different and you're going to need to decide. But I think at the end of the day, almost anybody will tell you that what a kid really needs and sometimes what they even want. I can remember telling my mom this, like almost screaming it at her. Kids want consistency. That's why routines work with younger kids and we kind of lose that as they get older. But I, I think that 
the consistency with older kids helps them build their expectations so that I'm not always having to be the one that tells them where the limits are, mm-hmm. that they know that it's, it's a learned behavior. It's something that's, that's caught, not necessarily taught, you know, mm-hmm. so. And then modeling too. hundred you know, percent. Doing it, doing the hard work with them. Yeah. Like, yep, I'm bored too. <laughs> Well, and honestly, Let's like go fold laundry. I'm on, I'm, I'm doing, you know, streams and I'm on my computer high below that two hours out of the water before uh, yeah, you do. most people have checked yeah, their email. Do. And so like whether I'm playing a video game or I'm watching YouTube video or I'm working on the computer or I'm having Zoom calls or whatever, like my entire life is in front of this computer right now. And so I will let my kid, I used to be the kind of guy that's like, daddy's working, please go away. I'll be real with you. Like that's, I, I kind of try to create the separation. But like the other day I was doing a live stream and the kids were just like running behind me. And I was like, nah, you know what? I mean, they need to, they need to see me. They need to know that this is like healthy time. So that when somebody interrupts them, when they're on the screen, they don't flip out mm-hmm. at the other person. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a weird balance that we're still trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. So I guess our answer is, man, I don't know. <laughs> no, that can't be our answer this time. Sorry. That's always our answer. Sorry. I don't know. I had a lot of things to say. You did, but did you really like say anything? Like so many I things. Okay. Well. You know what? Let's, let's, let's go into the segment. Yeah. We're, we're like super over for what sorry, we had. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Um, I don't know. Sorry, not sorry. I still want to hear from you guys, uh, from everybody in, in, you know, the Twitterverse and on the internet, like. Hit us up at Church Nerds LTN. Mm-hmm. Let us know what happens in your house. Like how, what have you found that does work or doesn't work? Let us know a little bit about the personality of your child. I don't need names or anything like that, but let us know about the personality of your child, age of your child. You know, ours are eight and below. Yours might be, uh, you know, 12 and up. I don't know. Um, but kind of let us know so that we can learn from each other and and uh, and be there for each other. Mm-hmm. So. But we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to close out the show with our nerdy recommendation of the day and also our Church Nerds memory verse. So stick right here for more Church Nerds. What up, nerd? We hope you're enjoying the podcast. But did you know that Love Thy Nerd showcases most of their content on LTN Radio First? That's right. Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at LTNOnAir.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app and favorite LTN Radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. Tiger uppercut! Final round. Fight! Well, to close out the show today, we've got a nerdy recommendation for you. Boy, do we. Foo-wee. The nerdy recommendation is basically just Big G creative games. <laughs> well, I, we have a bunch that we like, but this is a new one that they sent you to, um, mm-hmm. to, to playtest, which is, is not like a sponsorship or anything. No. This is just, uh, but they sent us 
Uh, it it looked like <laughs> it looked like a package of food. It basically was a package. So of it's food. the Big G Creative Heinz Variety Game Pack, and mm-hmm. in it there's um, Kraft mac and cheese, and it looks like a mac and cheese. Looks box, like a mac and cheese box. Box, uh, Heinz ketchup. Yep. Bottle, and uh, what's the other one? Jello. Jello, Jello jigglers. jigglers. Yeah, Jello. So um, none of these are actual food products, by the way. No, they are each games, and we have really enjoyed them, especially with our kids, because they're. The thing, um, Big G also came out with Monster Crunch, which we played yep. on stream a while back. Um, they're simple enough that kids can play them. Yeah. Um, it's not a huge, long rule splain sesh nope. um, before you start it. And even adults, I think some of them are intimidated by the long rule splaining. Yeah. And so uh, we started playing the Jello game at Life Group, and we were just playing with the kids. Yeah. And like all the adults jumped in. They're like, I want to so, play that. The Jello Jiggler game is sort of a, a slapjack type of game yep. where you're, you know, it's slapjack meets Twister, I Base, guess. Sort of um, meets Jello. Meets Jello. Yeah, slapjack <laughs> meets Jello. So it's, you know, you have colors, you're doing right hand, left hand, you're trying to you're evaluate. Jiggling. You're jiggling. Yeah, whole jiggling body movement. Jiggling your body back and forth. <laughs> And trying to evaluate, do I need this? Do I not need this? In like a snap moment decision. Yes. Adults are better at this game than kids, I will say. I did win. So um, you be the judge. Just because kids, it's hard to decide, do I need this before you slap it? Because yeah. if you get an extra of something, you have to put yours back. Back, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's really funny because like you have your elbows on the table and your hands up. And then. And you usually are preemptively jiggling just yeah. in case. So Caleb, our eight year old, loved this game. And he when he found out that somebody picks up a card and says, right, uh, hand. right hand strawberry or whatever. <laughs> and then you have to do that. When he found out that one of the cards was like jiggle lime, he was like, oh, I'm going to have to. So he just started jiggling before anything. <laughs> And so, like, we're watching him going, well, I don't want him to have the advantage. So we're all, j- like, everybody at the table is just, like, jiggling back and forth before anything's even said. Kind of ridiculous. And then, like, his fun. hands, you're supposed to have your hands, like, up, like, vertical. His hands are, like, hovering over the cards, and he's, like, jiggling. It's so good. But we kind of have to let him, because it takes also a minute to, like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. the the catch-up game is, uh like, it's basically 20, farkle. Oh yeah, yeah farkle. It's a yeah. you know you're you're trying to get to a certain number, trying not to you're buzz. rolling dice so that the ketchup bottle opens up and it's the loudest uh, it is dice so shaker. Loud. Yeah. I don't love dice games for that reason, just because they're. I mean, unless you're like ready for it. But yeah. Um. Yeah. You played that with the kids. I haven't played that one yet. Yeah. The the Again, macaroni and cheese game. I'm dominated. About. Oh, you okay? Yeah. Well, may, we'll see how you would do at the mac and cheese game because oh, it's a math game, uh, like simple math equations, simple simple addition equations where you're like kind of adding noodles together and using the noodle. Using the noodle. Using the noodle. I'm really actually excited about it, and maybe this is so homeschool. But it sounds like it so far. Yeah. We do have one who's in first grade right now, and so we're learning simple addition and subtraction equations. And she I'm might like, like that, yes, yeah. I'm so excited about this because kids, I don't know, they get really excited when they really get a game. It's not a lot of strategy. Mm-hmm. It's just, can I solve this equation? Well, you know? and I'm, I'm a big proponent of being able to pull games into our homeschool learning. Like we talked about that you know, a while ago, it was like, hey, how can we use Breath of the Wild or Super Mario Maker 2 or like these games that we, you know, have on the Switch? How do we use that mm-hmm. in a 
a homeschool educational uh-huh. environment, and now it's not an issue because we're well, not put, allowed to play it. I put flashcards in a backpack today, but I know that if I can write play the mac and cheese game yeah. on a school schedule. Like, I'm so sorry for math today. Sorry, you have to play the, the mac and cheese game. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oof. <laughs> so that's that's a big G creative, um, specifically the Kraft Heinz variety game pack. And you can go pick that up at Target right now um, if you're out yes, and about and you're doing stuff. it's available at Target. Or if you want to be a little bit more intentional, you can order it from Big G Creative Right? You can, can you? I would say Big G, I don't think is a company that cares. They don't care. They no. Don't. Um, <laughs> it means nothing to yeah, them if we so, send people to their website or to Target. Not um, really. Okay. Some, some of I them, resend. some of them I would say yes. Do but like, not go to Big G. There, don't, don't, don't say that. <laughs> um, but legit, if you end up going to Target or Target.com or find them on Amazon or on their website, you know, BigGCreative.com, look at all the stuff that they have and you're going to look at it and go, they made a game out of that. <laughs> and it's probably the most fun you'll ever Bob have. Bob Ross, a game. right? Yeah. Bob Ross. Kenny G, keeping it sexy. Yeah, two Bob Ross games. Two Bob Ross games, yep. Uh-huh. Uh, Mega Mouth is one of the big ones that they have right now. One of their newest ones. Oh. By Felicia. I know what her next one needs to be. I'm listening. I d- no, Oh, you're no, going to no. tell me later. Yeah, it's a secret. secret, secret, secret. Keep it secret, keep it secret. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, go ahead and check out Big G Creative and like legitimately, if you have kids, I'm talking 10 and below. Um, I think a lot of the games say eight and up. Uh, our four-year-old plays, our five-year-old, how old is he? So our He's some, five. Our some-year-old. He's five. Um, he, uh, he likes to play these games as well. Not really good at them, but uh, still yeah, likes to play. He was a little frustrated at the Jello game just because he could never. He was very beat frustrated. Anybody? Well, he goes. Much. He goes through these stints where, like, we have another game. Um, I, I'll save it because I might, you know, use it as the thing for next week. Might use it as a thing for next week's fantastic game. No, we totally are because I was thinking of the same were game. You really? okay. Yes. So anyway, like we're playing that game, and or he's playing against his brother, who Caleb is a savant at this game. <laughs> and so, like, you'll get to um, the max point for your opponent, and then uh-huh. he'll say, "I quit." <laughs> I'm like, "No, you didn't quit. You got beat." Yeah. Um, so anyway, go check out Big G Creative. They got a lot of great games, uh, not just games for kids and families, but also games that adults can play. And I'm serious as a heart attack when I say this. Like I love Big G Creative. They're 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 one of my favorite companies in the industry because they make games that don't take forever to teach. Yes. Like I don't it's I don't have to sit down and labor over rules like you were talking about. I can literally hand you the box and walk away. Yeah, I mean like if you there is something to like handing somebody a really heavy box and the artwork is gorgeous yeah. and like it's just brilliantly designed and game trays and yeah. you know there is something very satisfying about that, but that's kind of niche. And most people in our lives were like, hey, we can learn this in five minutes. And they're like, then yes. <laughs> Big G Creative <laughs> scratches all of the casual gamer itches mm-hmm. that you might have. So yes. again, Big G Creative, biggcreative.com um, or just search Big G Creative. Uh, and specifically, the Kraft Heinz Variety Game Pack. Not a sponsor. Uh, for this, they have sponsored LTN in the past. For did they send you those LTN games Con. for free? Oh yeah, absolutely. They're they're review copies. Ah, okay. So well, you know, this reviewed. this is my review of it. it. Stamp of approval. Freaking bomb so Church far. Church nerds approved. 
Yeah. Thank you, Big G yeah. Creative, by Love the way. Love Thy Nerd loves this game. If you yes. want it, absolutely. <laughs> you can put it on your box, you can. But, that's, but you're not going to. <laughs> that's, a legitimate, that's a legitimate thing that we have. Um, so moving on, we also have a Church Nerds memory verse. Ooh. And, you um, picked it. I did. And I'm going to have to proof text a little bit here okay. to kind of fit my needs <laughs> for this here podcast. Excellent. But no, it's it's fine. I mean, it's uh, we're, we're looking at 1 Corinthians uh, or 1 Corinthians 925. 1 Corinthians. A. Yeah, 19. 1 Corinthians. Um, somebody told me the, the other day, they were like, I, I don't remember how old I was when I, when I found out that the books of the Bible were not written by the names of the books of the Bible. And I was like, do you... You mean like you did you think like first Kings was written by one king? Like is that how and they're like, oh, I never really thought and stopped to think about it, honestly. And so we talked about first and second Corinthians. It's like these things aren't tipping you the off. The Corinthians wrote, Yeah, like wrote. as a whole they wrote <laughs> anyway, um, shade thrown. But we're looking at first Corinthians nine twenty five A because we're fancy Christians and we're mm-hmm. doing just the Letters. first part. Okay. Um, so that we can properly proof text and just Good. Yes, excellent. So this says every athlete exercises control in all things. So this is the verse that when people are like moderation in all things mm-hmm. This is what they um, like that to, they so, usually yeah. quote it completely wrong and it's completely out of context, but yep. this is that like, it's good to have self-control. Yeah. It's good to be disciplined as an athlete because working out stinks, yeah. but we need to do it. So, I, did, I didn't do it today. Yep. In all things, just be moderate, you know, uh, show control in what you do, even if you're not an athlete, um, just maybe you're a mathlete. I don't know. Mathletes. Yeah. Don't do too much math. Well, or, hey, wait, do more math. I don't know. Well, don't math me, bro. Just, I'm not okay. here for that. That's why I haven't played macaroni game yet. <laughs> hey, be sure to check us out online at lovethynerd.com for amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, um, which happens to be my favorite Church Nerds podcast. Church Nerds. Oh, this is your favorite podcast? Church Nerds is Or this is, my is favorite. your favorite episode it's, of it's the my podcast? Favorite, it's my favorite crossover between church culture and nerd culture podcast. <laughs> That's um, the, the that, only one. That we are hosting. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, for this podcast and other podcasts and videos. And if you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, please visit lovethynerd.com slash give. We are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization and your gift is tax deductible. I say this all the time. If those letters and numbers mean anything to you, cool. Let's dish. If not, that's fine too. They don't have to. You can still partner with us just fine. But we are a nonprofit organization and we do qualify and your gift will be tax deductible. And also don't forget that you can select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com. When you're buying your uh, Heinz, Craft Heinz variety pack. You might as well. Just select smile.amazon.com. Amazon.com. And I would yes. greatly appreciate that. Um, what that's going to do is that's going to give LTN a small kickback, 0.05% to be exact, um, which is not a lot, but it's some. Um, um, at no extra cost to you. And you can also find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms. And as always, right here on LTN Radio each and every Friday morning um, at LTNOnAir.com or as a part of the Live 365 app. Just simply search for LTN Radio. All Once right. again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And we'll catch you next week on another episode of Church Nerds. And as always, if no one else tells you this, just remember it's true. 
Jesus loves you, nerd.